Hello, everybody. My name is Nicola Baird Latham. I help women with their skincare through the number one premium brand skincare in North America. And I've been selling travel and specializing in destination weddings for over 20 years. So today I am talking about the three Disney Resort hotels in Southern California, the Disneyland Hotel, Paradise Pier, and the Grand Californian. I had the pleasure of staying at the Disneyland Hotel this past November. I have stayed at this resort numerous other times, and I pick it more so because I'm a Disney Vacation Club member, and generally speaking, that is the only Disney hotel I can get into. Um, I won't say that I am overwhelmed by the Disneyland Hotel, but I'm going to walk you through uh, the Disneyland Hotel first. And if you are thinking about going to Southern California and staying on property at Disneyland, um, my insight into the three resorts might help you. So first of all, let's start by saying that when you arrive at the Disneyland Hotel, um, you are literally on Disney property. You drive up to the main entrance and sometimes you're greeted by a Disney character and other times you're not. Um, I have found there isn't a lot of consistency with that. It doesn't really matter what time of the day it is. Um, we have been meted, uh, sorry, we have been met by Mickey before and then other times it's just like arriving at a regular hotel. Um, as per all Disney hotels, they are very organized with their check-in process and across from their front desk, there is always numerous things for children to do. Um, and this, um, does not, um, does not um, take away from the fact that, you know, it's a really easy, smooth process to check in. Um, when you are staying at a Disney resort, you get a room card and you get told that you can basically purchase anything at the park and have it sent back to your room, which is awesome. So you're not carrying around um, bags all day long. Um, if you don't have strollers anymore, then all of a sudden that can be really hard to go on rides when you're seeing something in a store and you want to buy it, but then you know you have to lug it around the park for the entire day. Hey, just send it back to your hotel. Um, and also anything that you purchase within the park or um, dining within the park is easily charged to your room card. Um, so I find these features probably my top two features of staying at a Disney Resort hotel in Southern California. Now, um, the rooms, so we stayed in a regular room. Um, to me, when you go into the room, it doesn't wow you that much, but there are a few things to point out that I think Disney does amazingly. Now, first of all, cosmetically, um, the feature in their regular rooms at the Disneyland Hotel are behind the bed is a lit up display that looks like fireworks and you can turn it on or off. It's very appealing, obviously, to children and it plays... Um, it plays some Disney music for you. So before bed, it's soothing and it looks like you're experiencing the fireworks at Disneyland. And so my daughter, for example, really loves that feature. And so cosmetically, that would be the feature of the room. Um, one of the biggest attributes that Disney has put together is the way they do their bathrooms. Um, and I didn't realize how much it was a positive functioning thing until we actually had our daughter at a Disney resort and realized um, that they separate the getting ready area from the actual bathroom. So at the Disneyland Hotel, you have an area to put your cosmetics on 
or do your hair. It's basically um, just a shelf with a big, huge mirror. And then you walk into another room, and in that room is a sink, a toilet, and a bathtub with a shower. And then, sorry, um, there is no toilet in there. It's just literally a sink and a bathtub. And then in a separate room is the toilet. So can you see how you could do that? You can have three people getting ready at once. Somebody's in the toilet area, someone is having a shower, and someone is doing their hair. All three separate areas. So when you've got, let's say, a family of five, that can be really appealing because you can easily manage to get through the morning a lot quicker than the typical hotel room that just has a bathroom with a toilet sink and shower. Um, so Disney outdoes itself as far as the bathroom section. So apart from the cosmetic part that I just explained and the bathroom, I find the rooms are very standard. Um, I would compare it to being over at the Anaheim Hilton Hotel, which is just on Harbor Boulevard in the convention center area. Um, their rooms are slightly bigger than a Disney hotel. However, they don't have the attribute of the great bathroom and they don't have any kind of Disney-fied area that's cosmetic that draws your attention that you're at a Disneyland hotel. So those are the rooms um, as far as a basic room. Um, I have not stayed in a suite. I don't have much call for clients to stay in anything other than the regular rooms. The regular rooms come in different views. So there's standard view, which are views of trees or the parking area. There's deluxe, which would be a view of the pool. Um, there's premium, which is a higher up view of the pool. And then there's downtown Disney view, which is the closest area you can really get to being on the edge of downtown Disney. Um, there are other levels like suites and junior suites. Um, I cannot speak to those um, because I haven't stayed in them, um, but they are offered at Disney and they usually start at about 800 US a night. So um, within the actual hotel itself, um, there are some dining options. Um, the number one dining option that I suggest to all my guests is the Goofy's Kitchen. So whether you're staying at the Disneyland Hotel or you are just wanting a character style breakfast, I think Goofy's Kitchen is one of the number one places to go. Um, it's a buffet style. It's got Chef Goofy and all his friends, which happen to be Disney characters, and they rotate the tables. Um, now, I've seen it stepped up quite a bit in the last few years. They now have an area outside while you're waiting to be seated that you can go and get your picture taken. Um, and then basically, um, it's got a backdrop to it that looks like Goofy's kitchen and then you can take that picture home with you and then you get led into the into the restaurant and it does help tie up some time for kids that are antsy or hungry um, and then of course it's unlimited food so who doesn't like unlimited food before a day at Disney um, so Goofy's Kitchen is definitely one of my number one go-to's when we were at Disneyland um, now there are some other um, fine dining there's Steakhouse 55 um, which um, is very popular um, it's like the old school um, style full meal steaks chops seafood um, they also have some casual dining out by the pool uh, Trader Sam's Enchanted Tiki Bar is out there and there's a coffee house um, 
So the coffee house actually is, is one of the newest features in the last few years. You can go there and get muffins and bagels and yogurt and whatnot. And it's uh, really easily seen as you walk out of the hotel to turn left to go to um, downtown Disney area. If you turn right, you'll see the coffee house. So there are a lot of features as far as dining. So you don't necessarily have to head to downtown Disney to get food. Um, and then as far as their pools go, um, if you are going through months when the weather is nice and you would like to go and use the facilities, um, the Disneyland Hotel is currently scheduled for refurbishment. So right now I like it the way it is, but um, they are going to step it up a little bit. They do have things right now like a magical night at the movies where in the evening you can go and watch a Disney movie and just kind of relax. Um, and there are such things as um, evening entertainment, like around the uh, Trader Sam's Enchanted Tiki Bar. Um, there's some live music and whatnot. The, the pools are kind of retro themed, like they have two monorail water slides um, and a, a water play area. Um, now, whether they'll keep all that with their refurbishments, we don't know yet. Um, those refurbishments are going to be going on through May 2019. So that's Disneyland Hotel in a nutshell. As far as its location goes, it's at the very end of downtown Disney, which may not seem like a big deal, but it can be a long walk when you're coming from either of the parks because you have to literally walk all the way through downtown Disney. And um, so after a day of being at Disney, um, it can feel like a long, a long cumbersome walk to say the least. Um, but it is located at the very back of downtown Disney. So very accessible if you're going out to eat in the evening and you've come from your hotel. Um, and of course, it's walking distance back to your hotel. Now, that being said, within the downtown Disney district, there is the Grand Californian. And the Grand Californian, I love the location because it's super, super central. Um, it's a little bit more elegant. Like I find the Disneyland Hotel to be very modern looking. Um, the Grand Californian is very um, rustic mountain feel. Um, it reminds me of a Fairmont Jasper Park Lodge in Alberta kind of hotel. Um, when you walk in, it has a very grandiose entrance and it's um, like really, really high ceiling and all wood. And you can, people can look down onto the um, lobby area where there's lots of seating and a big fireplace. It definitely has an elegance about it. Now, because of course it's very wildernessy, um, it is decorated as such, and therefore the characters that theme that hotel are Chip and Dale. So they do actually have another character breakfast over in this hotel, and um, like I say, it's um, it's called the Storytellers Cafe. It's a buffet style. It's got Minnie and Mickey, so Minnie and Mickey do visit. Um, and so do some other characters and it's the characters are basically set up that they're going camping So there's a camping director. He comes by your table picks up your kids and then off they go on a little um, Singing and dancing around the restaurant. It's very cool. And it is one of the the features of when we go away we like to go to storytellers cafe for a uh, breakfast buffet um, as far as other restaurants within that main area, um, they have the Napa Rose, which is California cuisine um, because it is um, 
called the Grand Californian. And um, there's also a lounge, the Hearthstone Lounge. Uh, again, very rustic lodge-like. Um, great for some cocktails in the evening if your kids aren't with you. Um, however, even if your kids are with you, they're welcome. In the front entrance in the lobby, again, there's things for your children to do. There's a little TV playing Disney movies and little mini rocking chairs for them to sit in while you check in. And uh, I really like the feel of this hotel. Now, as far as the rooms go, I do find them quite dark. I feel like the lighting is set to be very um, reminiscent of the theme of the hotel. However, when you're traveling with a family, it would be nice to see everything really clearly. And so for me personally, I would like it if the lighting was better. Um, they do have the regular standard view, Woods Courtyard, Deluxe, Downtown Disney View, and Premium View. Um, this hotel is also a Disney Vacation Club property. And so for us, being Disney Vacation Club um, people, we do stay in the DVC rooms. And those also come with one bedroom, two bedroom, three bedrooms, which would then mean a kitchen. So when you have a kitchen, it's nice to have really good lighting and whatnot. So um, that's my feedback on the rooms. Apart from that, though, down in the regular rooms, um, I find... Yes, they've got the Disney touches. You've, you can find the Mickey ears in the floor. You can find the engraved wood on the bed, but it's a very subtle touch. It's not over Disney-fied, um, very comparable to a regular hotel room. Um, now here's the bonus about the Grand Californian. It has a secret back entrance into California Adventure. So as you come out of um, the character dining, you can just go around a corner, go in the back entrance, and you miss the whole lineup at the entrance to California Adventure, and you walk out into the park, and you're over by Soaring and Cali River Rapid Ride. So honestly, I would say that that is the biggest feature of this resort for me personally. Um, yes, you can get amazing views, and yes, its location is amazing. It's in the middle of downtown Disney, but the fact that you can sneak in the back is awesome. Now, if you're staying at the other two Disney hotels, you can still use this back entrance. Um, we definitely have done that in the past. Um, but of course, if you're staying in another hotel, to walk through the Grand Californian to get to the back area is still taking time out of your day. So if you're in the hotel and that's where you're staying, your bonus is huge. Now, um, saying that, you still have to go through Disney security, which is huge at the moment. So on both ends of downtown Disney, the entrance into both parks and also at the back of the Grand Californian, your bags are always checked and you go through a metal detector. So that can hold you up a little bit um, because sometimes those lineups can get pretty heavy as people empty their purses. It's always good to keep your purse open and everything ready to go and strollers free so that they can do a quick check and then in you go into the park. Um, so the Disney Grand Californian is definitely a must see even if you don't end up staying there just for the actual feel of the lobby I definitely recommend walking through it and, and getting a feel of the ambiance. Now, the third one, um, and uh, hopefully eventually we'll get more than three, and there was there was talk we were getting a fourth, and they closed down stores to knock down buildings to build a fourth, and then the Anaheim um, Council put a kibosh on that because of taxes. Um, so right now, that's on hold. So we still only will have the three Disney hotels. But off by itself um, is the Disney Paradise Pier, 
It is definitely a longer walk. However, this is definitely seen in the pricing being cheaper. So the Disney Paradise Pier is used to be a different hotel. It was off by itself. It was owned by another company, another chain, and Disney purchased it because it's a high-rise hotel and some of those rooms have a clear view of California Adventure. And so by purchasing that hotel, then they could offer Paradise Pier views. Um, so um, they purchased it many years ago. They themed it into a seaside themed um, hotel. It's quite cheery and quite modern. Um, and basically the only downfall to it is that you have to walk quite a ways. So you'd walk out of Grand Californian and turn left and um, go down the main Disney walk. And then at the very end is the Paradise Pier. So a little bit of extra walking. So I would say from a park exit, all the way down to Paradise Pier, walking at a pretty good speed, it would still take you 20 to 25 minutes. So, I mean, obviously you can stay off site and walk to another hotel for less time, but if you're staying at a Disney hotel, um, the Disney Paradise Pier has a lot of cool features. So like I say, it is seaside inspired. Um, there is a rooftop pool with a water slide, which a lot of people love. Um, they also have a Disney character breakfast. It's called Donald Duck Seaside Breakfast, and it's at the Disney PCH Grill. Um, so this one is a little bit different because it's got Donald and Daisy. Um, there are some other characters that come, um, but the main theme is centered around Donald Duck. Um, there are rooms that you can watch the fireworks show um, from. Um, like I say, it is a high rise, so it definitely gives you um, a good view of some of the park, especially if you're in a premium view. Now, their regular rooms just come in two, signs, two sizes. Um, standard view, which is just a view of Disneyland Drive or the parking area. And then there's premium view, which gives you a full-on view of the theme park, which is obviously a higher floor. And then after that, they do have one and two and three bedroom suites, um, but those suites are quite expensive. They again start at 800 US per night, excluding taxes. Um, so not a lot of my clients anyways take those suites because of course you're not in your room a whole bunch. Um, so if you were trying to stay at a Disney hotel, but trying to be on a budget, uh, a little bit of a budget anyway, because you are still staying at a Disney resort, the Paradise Pier tends to be the cheaper out of the three Disney hotels. Um, now, the Disney Paradise Pier also has other dining. It's got a Surfside Lounge, um, again for cocktails or a light meal. Um, and then there's another um, place called the Sandbar, um, which has uh, like hot dogs, sandwiches, snacks, that kind of thing. And it's located by the rooftop pool deck. So you probably would only use that if you were staying at the Paradise Pier during um, really nice weather and using the pool. So out of the three, um, obviously they're all different and they all offer um, somewhat of the same services within each, but in different kind of themes, um, different price points and different locations around the Disney properties. Um, it is nice to get a feel of all three because all three offer completely different options as far as pricing and rooms go and views. Um, but my personal opinion and my go-to, especially if uh, your budget calls for it, is to stay at the Grand Californian um, in downtown Disney. If you have any questions in regards to the three Disney resorts, I would be more than happy to help you um, with your decision making. Um, I have frequented Disney California so many times. I don't even know the number of times I've been there. And I've stayed off site on Harbor Boulevard. I've stayed at the back on Walnut. 
And of course, I've stayed on property numerous times. So I'm pretty well-rounded when it comes to Disney accommodation. And I would love to speak to you about it. Thank you very much, guys. And next time, I'll be talking about some other resorts that perhaps might pique your interest in the cold weather. Thank you.